Hey guys, I am really excited. Our baby girl turns three next week. Whenever my babies have a birthday, I get so sentimental and just reflective of what that time was like. And I remember all the emotions going through my mind and my heart when each of them were born. Of course, every new baby changes the dynamics of a family, especially baby number three. I mean, you're officially outnumbered, and as Coach put it, we are now playing zone defense instead of man-to-man. But the birth of our Lottie Abigail would change so much more than just the day-to-day of our family. It would change our dreams and show us more of our purpose as a coaching family. So today's episode is all about what happened in the months after Lottie was born and how the Fly Fox apparel all began. I can't wait to share it all with you. Welcome to the Coach's Wife Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from what it's really like being married to a coach, how we deal with critical fans, the ministry of the coaching family, and everything in between. I'm your host, Kayla Fox, wife of a high school football coach and founder of the Fly Fox Apparel, a coach's wife boutique. Whether you're on your way to team dinner or picking up the slack at home while coach is at work, huddle up and rest assured, you can find joy and community as a coach's wife. And it can all start right here. Do you get tired of wearing the same old thing game after game? Are you tired of investing in school-colored spirit wear when you know you're probably just going to move again soon? Check out the Fly Fox Apparel's newest coach's wife and game day tees today. A whole line of brand new tees were just released just this week. Best part? The Coach's Wife podcast listeners get to save 10% on their next order. Just enter code CWPODCAST at theflyfoxapparel.com. So Lottie was our little slurpy baby, as we call her. She was born on 7-11. So we came home, and just three weeks later, football began. Of course, Coach was gone a lot, so I was usually home alone, taking the kids to preschool and trying to find a way to still do hair out of my home while someone was always crying. For those who don't know, I was actually a hairstylist for 11 years before the Fly Fox began, and we had renovated the back part of our house to become a salon so I could work from home and stay home with my kids. Um, This worked really super great until we had more than one kid, (laughs) but I am so thankful I was able to do it for so many years while my kids were young. Anyway, I was fortunate enough after she was born And really, after all my kids, I never dealt with postpartum depression, but I was the most overwhelmed after the birth of Lottie. I was so happy, but I cried a lot, and I was just being pulled in a million different directions. And the crazy thing was, all of this was happening while she was sleeping through the night. Y'all, she was the best sleeper. I think she started sleeping through the night when she was like five weeks old. So I was getting plenty of sleep, but yet I was still just running ragged. There was this fear in my heart that what I had always known and loved was no longer working for me. My love of being a hairstylist and talking to people behind the chair while coming up with creative ways to cut and color their hair was just starting to feel more like a burden than a blessing. I would look at their appointments in my book and my heart would race because I had so much to do before their appointment just to get my kids set up to be somewhat content during that time. 
And I was lucky if they even stayed content for half the appointment. Like, it was all just a lot. And honestly, it just felt kind of like an identity crisis. Like, who was I if I wasn't Kayla the hairstylist? Who was I if I wasn't the girl that everybody wanted to get into? I wasn't the girl I was when I first stepped foot in the salon at 19 and now that I had kids. Ultimately, I just wanted to stay home and raise my babies, but we all know a coach's salary doesn't often allow that. Hair was my ticket to make money while staying home, but it wasn't working anymore. Where I once had dreams of running a salon with employees and selling it when I turned like 55 to retire early, I now just had giant question marks all over my future. During this time, of course, it was football season. So while all these thoughts took up a large part of my brain, honestly, I was just too busy getting the kids around and trying to keep up on laundry and feed my kids somewhat healthy meals by myself. Every evening was either football events or hair appointments when all I really wanted to do was play outside with my kids. Sunday mornings at church and Friday nights on the field were really my only real highlights of the week, and I thoroughly looked forward to each of them all week long. Maybe it was because both days required I at least take a shower and look decent, because the truth is I really like dressing up and doing my hair and makeup, but during the week that just felt like such a chore and truthfully pointless because it didn't take long for me to be, be like spit up on or have to change. So on Fridays, I just got in the habit of setting aside coordinating outfits for me and the kids um, for game night each week. And it was silly, but really it was fun for me. And I would often think of ideas for our shirts and go look them up on Etsy only to find nothing of the sort. In fact, most of what I would find was just totally the same and kind of cheesy. And I don't know. I just remember telling my friend, why do shirts about game day for women have to be so cartoony and predictable? Like, why can't they be modern and witty and feminine at the same time? So anyway, the season went on and balancing work and the babies just got harder. So I started just staying up late at night researching how to make shirts. Um, Hear me out. I was not looking up how to start a profitable t-shirt business, but I was literally Googling how to put words on shirts. (laughs) I had no idea how it was done. So it was through all of this research that I learned all about crickets and silhouettes and screen printing and DTG. And I just started thinking of a way that I could not only make shirts for myself and my kids, but also make them for other people and make money doing it. Like, what if this was my ticket out of a 10 or 10 hair appointments a week? So one night I was able to go shopping with my friend Kara Kara had started a handmade shop for girls called Goose and Mills that was super profitable a few years prior to this conversation. So I valued her opinion a lot. She is actually starting another company called The Hive Makery, and y'all need to check it out. I'll link to it in the show notes. Anyway, I started to casually throw out my idea of starting a t-shirt business. Um, you all can just thank Kara because she was the first person that said, oh my gosh, this graphic tea business for coaches, wives like you is genius. Long story short, I came up with a game plan on how to get started, which involved buying a silhouette, a heat press, a computer, because I only had an iPad at the time, blank tees and vinyl to start. It was stupid expensive. And if I had to do it all over again, I would do it so differently, but. I figured out how many shirts I'd have to sell before I'd make that money back, and I was confident that I could do it. So now I just had to present the whole idea to my husband. 
Now, my husband is an accounting major, and he understands a lot about business. I knew he was going to ask me tough questions about how I was going to do this, not for the sake of playing devil's advocate, but just because he would want to understand exactly how this was going to go down before he'd commit to it. So we were driving around looking at Christmas lights one night with the kids when I brought it up. I told him not only my business plan, but also reminded him just how overwhelmed I was feeling and just how hard it was managing clients and our three kids in the last several months. He listened and asked all the questions that I figured he would. And I remember him asking, do you think coaches' wives actually want shirts about being a coach's wife? And my answer surprised me. And looking back, I really think it was the Holy Spirit moving because it opened both mine and Brett's eyes and hearts to what would come of all of this. Because I said, honestly, I think coaches' wives would like shirts about being coaches' wives, but I think more than that, they want to feel seen. They want to support their husbands, but they need support too. And maybe something as insignificant as a t-shirt could lead them to a community of wives that can offer that support for them. Like maybe they could, for the first time, understand that coaching is so much more than football or basketball or whatever, and they can start to see it as a ministry. That was the first time I had said any of that out loud, but... It convinced Brett and I both that this was a good move. And so, the Fly Fox Apparel began. I'm often asked where I came up with the name, the Fly Fox. So, I knew I wanted our last name to be a part of the business name. Including Fox made it feel like it was more of our family's business instead of just mine. And I wanted my kids and my husband to take a little ownership in it and feel like they were a part of the whole gig too. The problem with the last name Fox is that when you tie it together with nearly anything that has to do with sports, it sounds like some kind of Fox Sports News update, and I couldn't compete with that. So I have also always loved the word fly because it can mean cool and swift and even a little edgy, all while soaring high and reaching great heights. And I wanted all of those things, not just for my brand, but for coaches' wives, So after about a day of thought, yes, a whole day, I thought of this, (laughs) the Fly Fox Apparel was born. Speaking of being born, I found out about two weeks after launching the Fly Fox that someone else was going to be born. That's right. As if staying home with three babies and doing hair out of my salon while starting a new business that needed to take off so I could quit working in the salon wasn't overwhelming enough. Surprise! Pregnant with baby number four. At first, the news of baby Luke made me want to throw in the towel on the business and just keep powering through because even though it was hard managing both the salon and the kids, at least it was familiar. But then I just started to see his due date as a goal. Like it was like the countdown was on and I had eight months to turn the Fly Fox apparel into something profitable enough that by the time he was born, I could quit doing hair. The next several months were full of triumphs and setbacks. I learned really quickly that I was really good at coming up with designs, but I was bad at managing money. I was pouring every dime back into the business to come up with more and more products, which isn't always the worst idea, but we needed the money. Plus, my body was ginormous and tired, and I was always burning my belly on the heat press. (laughs) I would just get a huge order, and instead of being thankful or excited, it would just feel daunting because I thought, how am I going to make all these shirts tonight when I have an appointment and Brett's at team camp and, I don't know, like my kid has strep throat. Like, those were the days. So in August that year, 
I restructured my whole business just so that I could keep going. So I hired a local screen printing company to print all the shirts so that I wouldn't have to worry about anything but shipping them. This was such an answer to prayer because by the time that Luke was born during week five, I had completely stopped doing hair and I was doing the Fly Fox apparel full time. The next several years and months, so much would change. I took business and marketing courses that changed my life and my business. I started to find ways to make more while working less. And my heart just became more burdened for coaches' wives and their struggles. And the doors have just opened for me to point them to Jesus over and over again. At this point in the business, I'm focusing on just providing great products and even better ways to reach out to coaches' wives. I've been doing this through Zoom calls and planning events for whenever this stupid coronavirus goes away. I'm trying to work on a book. I'm working on this podcast and just dedicating more time each week to just simply pray for coaches and their wives all around the world. I wish I could say being married to a coach for almost nine years was what taught me what a gift being a coaching family was, but it was actually the fly fox. It was the people, women like you listening right now, who have shown me the impact we as coaching families can make if we would just love and serve our team with intention. Watching other couples experience the same wins and losses on and off the field has made me just feel like I'm part of something so much bigger than myself. It's no longer little old Brett and Kayla trying to take on the world, but it's coaching couples all over the world, in the pros, in large universities, down to little communities like mine who are all just giving their all. We won't change the world by trying to change the world, but we'll change the world by just serving one athlete at a time. If we can focus on the number of athletes God gives our programs each year, whether that's 10 or 100, and if we just focus on praying for them and loving them well, if we lead them with integrity and listen to them and set the example for them, like, if we can do these things for our team, together we will change the outlook for the next generation. And if the fly fox, by gosh, can fall, like can play one small role in this whole movement just by reminding the wives of their purpose and their worth, like what an honor that would be. Next week, I will be answering all of your questions. So if you want to join us over in the huddle by the Fly Fox Apparel on Facebook, I'll link to it in the show notes. Share your questions for a chance to be featured in next week's episode. I'm excited to dive into this a little bit more, and um, hopefully I can answer your questions and give you a kind little shout out. Until next time, I'll be over here cheering you on. If this episode encouraged you today, I'd love it if you'd take a moment to subscribe and leave a review. Your downloads and feedback will help me to be able to deliver the best content that meets you right where you are. If you're a coach's wife who could use a little pep talk once in a while, check out the Fly Fox Apparel. It's a coach's wife boutique and online community designed to bring joy and encouragement to every coach's wife. To learn more, head to theflyfoxapparel.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Fly Fox Apparel. That's F-L-Y-F-O-X Apparel.